This is the Run Pod Option. I'm Marty. I'm Kyle. And I'm Jeff. You can follow us on Twitter at RunPodOption or email us RunPodOption at gmail.com. We are part of the Fifth Quarter Network, fifthquarter.net. There's Discord forums, some really good articles, some good interviews. Uh, if you're listening and enjoy the show, please take a second to subscribe. iTunes, uh, wherever you have it. And if you have iTunes, a review would really help us too. So, we are in April. The last time we spoke to y'all was March, and the country had not been shut down yet. <laughs> a lot has happened. Uh, we'll probably discuss on another episode if we're going to, in fact, have a college football season. But we do still have the NFL draft that's coming up here shortly. So what we decided to do is to do a first-round mock draft with the three of us, for the most part, randomly assigned picks, and... We'll start from one, go to 32. Maybe there's some analysis in there for some of the picks. We'll kind of see. Before I get started, I'm going to lay out the rules. Gentlemen, do you want to throw in anything else? Are you excited for this? I'm very excited because I haven't had anything to really take up my time in the last month of life. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's a sports-free world, man. Waking up on Saturday mornings and there just being nothing, like whether it be Premier League, whether it be college football, anything. I mean, I've gotten really into my NBA 2K season. (laughs) Jeff, are you worried that you have the first overall pick and that you're going to blow it? Honestly, you could have a monkey use this first pick, and I think they wouldn't be able to blow it. So, (laughs) Are you going to draft Jim Harbaugh with the first pick? (laughs) Oh, man. And his hot takes. Uh, We won't dive into that either either for this episode. So I put together a, uh, a draft board for us to use. I'll share this on Twitter for anybody that also wants to play along. Uh, not while we're doing it, obviously, but after the fact. I compiled a top 10 list for every position using the Draft Network, ESPN, and Pro Football Focus. So there's a lot of variety in there, which is kind of neat. But for the most part, I think most positions, there's kind of a consensus on who's the best, except for inside linebacker. I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> they really just don't. Okay. All right. So we're not going to have a time limit. We're going to kind of do some of these quick because some of them are just going to be good picks. The bad picks, we can beat the shit out of everybody. I want to put this disclaimer out there. I don't watch the NFL really. So I have a list of <laughs> needs by team, and I'm going to go by that list because I don't know, man. I know the Chargers don't have a quarterback. <laughs> That's about like, I got they got Tyrod Taylor. What are you talking about? Yeah, you know, I was on Team Tyrod like two years ago. <laughs> I think, I don't know if he's the guy. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if he's the guy. It's unfortunate. We are also not going to be trading draft picks just to get out of, out of the way. <laughs> so, so if you are a Bills, a Bears, a Texans, a Colts, a Rams, or a Steelers fan, there will not be a pick for you, but we will disclose some maybe sleeper picks, undrafted free agents, some guys to keep an eye out for. Once the draft, or I guess post post first round, gentlemen, are we ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Jeff, with the first pick, the Cincinnati Bengals select. This one is easy, guys. Joe Burrow, quarterback from LSU. It. I knew it, <laughs> Joe Burrow. Baby. So basic. All right, we're gonna take. Uh, since that was pretty quick, we're gonna take thirty seconds to pray for Joe Burrow in Cincinnati. <laughs> I have got the second pick. Well, can we also pray for uh, pray for the Bengals' number one fan, Fultzy, who 
is now in Seattle. <laughs> oh God, yeah, that's, he moved uh, there. Yeah, that's a uh, it's a tough time to do it too. Do we think Joe Burrow could be like the LeBron James to the Bengals because he's also from Ohio, isn't he? Yes, yes. yes. That could be. He's gonna have his billboard with his hands going like by his side. <laughs> I forgot what it said on that. All right, the second pick, the Washington Redskins are going to select Chase Young from the Ohio State University. Wow. I mean, that's got to be the right pick right there, right? If if the Bengals didn't need a quarterback, I'd say for the Bengals to get him because Chase Young, I feel like, is the most slam dunk player that's who maybe Fultz in the wanted. Really? He wanted he said, Chase Young. The quarterback. Oh, he wanted – no, he wanted to trade down for – from that number one pick because he doesn't want a quarterback. He wanted Chase Young. Well, it's too bad uh, for you, Fultzy. Dedicated listener, Fultzy. With the third pick, the Detroit Lions, Jeffrey, who are they going to be taking? Ooh. This one's tough. Michigan man. <laughs> the player they need most would be... Um... eleven, Mr. 11 players. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can I take uh, 10 picks? Um, Can I pick all of Auburn or Alabama? Yeah. Or, you know, this this might be a little controversial, but depending on where they play him, where do they have him listed? Oh, he, I know exactly where he's going. Yes. God. I think I do, too. You guys know. Uh, Simmons, the oh, no. safety linebacker from Clemson. Son of a bitch, dude. I, uh, <laughs> I, have, uh, I have all my different draft boards. I had him slipping uh, even just a little bit. <laughs> now, I thought that he wasn't going to get picked right there. And I was going to take him with the next pick with, uh, with the giants. Cause I think that that's, that's something that they need. Who do you guys, so who does Simmons remind you of at a pro level? Cause for me, I feel like it's Palomalu and it's only because he seems to be everywhere. Like Troy Palomalu was when he was playing. I think that's probably a good call. I mean, you could probably move Paul to a linebacker if you really wanted to. Yeah, the way he used to play, for sure. Or Bob Sanders, but he'd be hurt. The only thing is, physically, he's not like, you know, he's 6'4", so yeah. he, he almost physically reminds me of, like, Sean Taylor, but I know he's different, so uh, Cam Chancellor, out. maybe? for Sean Taylor. Yeah. Cam Chancellor's <laughs> a good one. Yeah, just a That's big a physical athlete that can move around. Well, the thing that kind of sets him apart, though, is that, as Simmons apart, is that he can go out and play corner, too. Right. At 240 pounds. <laughs> yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Which is terrifying. Yeah, I feel like in a nickel package, that dude is going to be the first read for most opposing quarterbacks to figure out who the hell he's covering or what his responsibility is going to be. Oh, how dirty could that be, too? Is he uh, is he the nickel corner or is he the linebacker that's in there? Yeah, right. Or an extra safety coming into blitz. Like, <laughs> yeah. whatever. It's just insane. All right, so we'll move on to the fourth pick. The New York Giants are selecting Kyle. Uh, okay, so with Simmons falling off the board, I think they do something to protect Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley because Saquon's going to die sometime <laughs> if they don't. Um, and I think that they go and get Tristan Wirfs. Ooh. Ooh. Iowa boy. Going to Iowa yeah. really early. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Well, I, I, everything I've seen from about him is he's going to get drafted in the top 10. And yeah, worst is fantastic. Yeah. I, he's. I, I, if, if Simmons was there, he would have been the guy I took. But I think that without. Um, with, without him being on the, on the board anymore, they, they look to the offensive line. 
Okay. And we're sticking with you, Kyle. And the fifth pick, the Miami Dolphins select. Oh, even though I think it's a bad idea. <laughs> they're gonna yes. go they're gonna get Tua. They're gonna yes. take Tua with the fifth pick. Do you think it's a bad idea only because of the injury? I think it's a bad idea because they're okay, first of all, they've done some kind of nice things this this offseason. I like the fact that they went out and put money on uh, Byron Jones. I thought that was incredibly smart of them. I really wanted him as a Jacksonville fan because even though he's not a, uh, a pickoff machine, like at all, he's still kind of a lockdown corner. Like nobody throws his way. Yeah. But I think it's a bad idea because what's going to happen <laughs> is that they're going to draft him and then they might be bad enough again this coming year where they draft Trevor Lawrence in the first round. <laughs> Great competition. Just go quarterback after quarterback. Because Rosen's yeah. still there too, right? I think so. I feel so bad for that dude. Yeah. The, Fitzgerald, right? Is he still there? Uh, Fitzpatrick? Yeah. I think Fitzpatrick's Fitzgerald. Gone? Because I thought he was looking for a new deal. I'm not yeah, totally sure. Year. I, I'm yeah. not totally sure. We're I a college think that, football podcast, so... Yeah, we don't, we don't focus on, uh, on Ivy League quarterbacks that have played in the league for a long time. <laughs> All right, so with the sixth pick, the Los Angeles Chargers, which is going to be mine, uh, they are also going to protect whoever their quarterback is going to be, whether it be Tyrod or someone else, and they're selecting Jedrick Wills Jr. from Alabama, the offensive tackle nice. that I thought you were going to take uh, at number four, and I got really nervous. <laughs> really? All right, we're on to number seven. Our not hometown, but residing home, Carolina Panthers. Jeff, who are they going to pick at number seven? We've had two quarterbacks off the board already. So with the Panthers, a lot of players to replace. Uh, you know, Tepper seems like he's lining everyone up for the firing squad and getting rid of them. Um, <laughs> going to go with, uh, we were talking about Auburn earlier. I think Derek Brown, the defensive tackle from Auburn, is a fantastic pick. So Sure up that defense before yep. they get the offense rolling. That seems to be... Seems to be the move. Yeah, that's not a Excellent. bad idea. All right, I am going uh, with the Arizona Cardinals, the eighth overall pick, and I am going to select yet another offensive tackle because God knows the Cardinals need it. And we're going with Andrew Thomas from Georgia. Ooh, Swapping red for red. Bit of a reach up there. I like Andrew Thomas a lot. And I think that... I, honestly, worse would have been my choice over Andrew Thomas for this pick. I even think Josh Jones could be an example only because of the Kingsbury tie-in and just being tied in with Houston even a little bit. But I'm going with Andrew Thomas. I like him. I think he's a top three, top four tackle. And that's the most pressing need for the Cardinals right now, I think, is not killing their quarterback. Number nine, Kyle's own Jacksonville Jaguars. This would be a dream scenario for me right now. Because I did not think that this guy would get this far. Jeffrey Okuda, 100%. Jacksonville needs help there. They got rid of both Ramsey and uh, and A.J. Boye. They're going with Trey Herndon right now. We have no other corners, really. I I don't (laughs) – a corner was going to be a a position I I addressed in this first – um, in this first round, but maybe uh, there's a possibility it could have been addre- uh, addressed in the second round. But if Okuda falls to nine, it's a no-brainer. They take him. Excellent. The Cleveland Browns at number ten, Jeff. 
we're going to stay right in the same spot and help short the secondary Christian Fulton, cornerback from LSU. Ooh, see, things are getting interesting. Things are interesting. <laughs> okay, I think I'm going to have to call an audible here from where I thought I was going to go because I didn't think they were going to be here. Uh, the new who do I have here? I have number eleven, the eleventh pick, the New York Jets. They are going to select Jerry Judy from Alabama. Oh, that's a great Oof. pick. I had planned fully for him to not be there, and I was going to go with the uh, defensive line. But I am happy if I'm getting Jerry Judy at number eleven. He's a stud. He's insane. Fun story before we do the twelfth pick. I decided to make this beautiful chart that we're all looking at, and I had a alphabetical order of the NFL team so I can kind of filter it in but it was still the Oakland Raiders and I had already forgotten that they were going to be moving to Las Vegas as well uh, now that, now they're showing up correctly on the spreadsheet but the Las Vegas Raiders number 12 Kyle who are they taking so you just broke a bunch of uh, uh, Raiders fans hearts because Judy was going to be the guy I took oh, no. Um, no. in a in a panic move by the Woods family. They pass. <laughs> they pass. Um, it's not really a super panic, but they we they need to address the receiver position. They go and get CD Lamb. Ooh. I mean that's a that's a pretty great consolation prize. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. I mean, it's not terrible, but I think Judy is the guy that they want. Yeah. I think it's probably a 1A 1C. Like CD Lamb is still he's the number 1 receiver in most any other draft but jerry judy is like i feel like god level for me (laughs) he's so good yeah number 13 the runners up for the nfl nfl championship the super bowl (laughs) the Ah, san francisco 50s yeah yeah, the san francisco 49ers jeff who are they going to be taking so they run a three four if i'm not mistaken i think aj espineza from Iowa is a great fit. He's a massive defensive end. Can speed rush, but also is strong enough to hold at the point of attack. So Yeah, he's a bully. He's yeah. good. Ooh, okay. All right. Uh, I've got the 14th pick. I'm really excited about this, honestly. We have the Tom Brady Tampa Bay Buccaneers at number 14. And I think they're immediately going to get Tom Brady some help. I don't think this is the right pick, by the way. But I bet... Mm, I'm going to change it. I'm going to go J.K. Dobbins. Whoa. I was going to go Jonathan Taylor, honestly, because that feels like a Bucks move. But uh, I'm going to go best running back available. Oh, you think and they gonna... reached that high? Yeah, Dobbins is. Do we think Dobbins is a reach? I think that I don't know if any of the running backs are going to go first round this year. I if feel... anybody might be DeAndre Swift. See, I thought it would be Clyde Edwards-Hilaire just because of the passing game. Would have mm. been potentially someone that, that is, is versatile. But this feels like more like a Bucks pick because we all hate it. Or you hate it. <laughs> so I'm sticking with J.K. Dobbins to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We're moving on to the 15th pick, the Denver Broncos. And Jeff? Well, I think they have to continue to try to address their defense. Uh, so we're going to go with C.J. Henderson from Florida. Cornerback. That's a nice pick. That's a really good pick. Is your um, Excel spreadsheet updating? Because it's not on mine. It's not updating the draft board? No. It is for me. Um, You're the one updating it, so. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, it, it's updating for me, but it's not going to be updating it live for you. You'd have to manually enter, right? Okay. It's 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 a spread. It's not a Google shared. I probably should have made uh, Drive in hindsight, but that uh, didn't happen. So the sixteenth pick, the Atlanta Falcons, Kyle's okay. Kyle's wife's favorite team. You see a lot of Falcons game. Who do the Falcons need at sixteen? Um, well, they you really got to kind of look at their defense still. Uh, offensively, <laughs> I think that. Um, I think they're fine, you know. They're, they're going to get start to get a little old a little soon. And losing AJ or Austin Hooper was not great. Uh, their offensive line is still a little tough. But I think that they go um, – they let go of uh, Vic Beasley this past offseason. So they don't have one of their main edge rushers. I think that they go out and get a oh, – I'm going to butcher his, his name. <laughs> Kalevon Chason. You nailed it, man. That was pretty okay. good. Okay, this is the first the first name. That, I mean, he's uh, yeah, he's he's kind of what they need at that point. Awesome. I think it's an excellent pick, Jeff. Seventeenth uh, pick, America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. Who are so, the Cowboys taking? Is it someone to keep Zeke and Dak from breaking quarantine? Uh, because <laughs> I saw that happened. Uh, no, they're going to have to have someone who can. Uh, Try to bat some balls down in practice. Um, they're going to go with Xavier McKinney, the safety from Alabama, shore up their secondary. Uh, I think I think Dallas would be thrilled with that because yep. that's who they're looking to get. IRL. Man, I forgot I didn't have any picks for like the last like these seven seven in a row here. <laughs> All right, Kyle, the second of the three Miami Dolphins picks goes to you. All right. Um, so we've already addressed the issue at quarterback. Well. <laughs> whatever you want to call it. They are going to need some offensive line help. So they are going to go out and get Makai Becton from Louisville. Ooh, yes. Louisville boy protecting, protecting Tua. The Las Vegas Raiders, their second pick, Kyle, once again. Who are they going to pair with CeeDee Lamb? They're going to go get uh, Antonio Brown. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, so they're kind of looking at this point like they need, they need to do something with their secondary. So they are going to go out and get – just want to make sure I get the name right. Uh, they go out and they get Jeff Gladney from TCU. Ooh, Jeff Gladney. I've, I've, seen, him, I've seen him falling in that area uh, quite a bit in some of the mocks. Okay, awesome. And then your own Jacksonville Jaguars for the second pick, the 20th overall, second for Jacksonville – who would you like to see him take? Okay, to pair with Akuda. Um, definitely going defense again. But I need to have something answered. Has Javon Kinlaw been drafted? He is not. No, he's not. Javon Kinlaw gets drafted by the uh, by the Jacksonville Jaguars. They need interior line help um, after getting rid of uh, Marcel Darius this past off season, and Calais Campbell's now uh, with the Ravens. They need something in the middle to help shore up any kind of run defense that they have. Wow. Okay. Uh, so for the Philadelphia Eagles, the 21st overall pick, Jeff, who do we think? Going with another uh, speedy receiver who can take the top off the defense for Wentz, um, Henry Ruggs. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I love these Bama receivers in this draft. They're awesome. Dude, there's, it's really going to be exciting to see them in games against one another, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is, is, is Ruggs going to be Tyreek Hill or is he going to be uh, Tavon Austin? Do you mean like is he gonna beat his son or? 
Uh, I'm glad that you have an answer for that. Uh, uh, I feel I don't think he's going to be like Tavon Austin. He's going to the Eagles, which I think benefits him. But Austin felt doomed from the start when he got drafted by. It was still Jeff Fisher's Rams, wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He, he, he Jeff Fisher. Yeah. yeah, and then he went to a Jason Garrett team. Like, it's not going to do anybody any favors. All right. The 22nd pick, the Minnesota Vikings. They are going to select, slash I'm going to select. Oh, shit. I thought I had somebody and I didn't. I did <laughs> oh, I did. I did. I did. I'm sorry. I did. I did. Uh, they're going to go with Yatur Gross Matos from Penn State. Ooh. To help Eater. out on the edge. Yeah, they've lost some defensive... Lineman, so that's, that'll be a great pick for him. He's good, and I feel like he has enough versatility to drop back in coverage, too. And, I don't know, it, it's, it was either that or a cornerback, and I didn't like any other cornerback there right now mm-hmm. at 22. Uh, moving on to 23, we have the New England Ooh. Patriots. No Tom Brady. They just signed Brian Hoyer, though, right? Did they? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. They have, they have the uh, old they Jared quarterback. Stidham. Yeah, Jared Stidham. So I think that... They're not going to go for a quarter. Ah, man, you know what? This would be a good spot for a quarterback, though, wouldn't it? I'm honestly surprised that Cam Newton hasn't popped up in New England t- talks. No. Me too. But, God, how great would it have been if they had gotten Philip Rivers <laughs> after all those years? <laughs> that would have been hilarious. <laughs> you got some good quarterbacks so I'm, I'm, on the board. I'm yeah. just going to let you all in on this decision, too. And please help me. They really, really need help at receiver. But they also need... A quarterback, potentially. But I also see Belichick as the kind of guy that wouldn't want to pick a first-round quarterback for the sake of having to answer that question in press mm. conferences all the time. <laughs> so I'm trying to decide between Justin Jefferson from LSU, the wide receiver, Ooh. or Justin Herbert from Oregon, the quarterback. I think <laughs> Justin Jefferson may be the more likely pick out of those two. You know they're going to take an offensive lineman. Man, that's all they like do. They could, yeah, what, I feel like they what could round go. was was didn't they draft Nikhil Harry last year? Was that the guy? Yeah, they got yeah they got him like ASU second or third top of the top of the second round. Yeah, and he was if not at the start at the end of the first. You know what? Actually, uh, they're going to go with Cesar Ruiz from Michigan. Yes, Ruiz, not Ruiz. Caesar. Caesar. Well, fuck me. I just, <laughs> just totally botched his name. Okay, yeah, I think they help the interior offensive line out, and that sets up any other potential offensive moves they want to make to shoring up the front. Because it's like what I do in, when I played Madden. If I didn't have my guy, I'd just pick an offensive lineman. <laughs> maybe he works out, maybe he doesn't have 20 on the roster. Uh, the New Orleans Saints, number 24. All right. Kyle, who do we so, got? So their offense is... Pretty formidable. They're not going to touch that. They think they got their quarterback in waiting in Taysom Hill, uh, who also plays every other position on the offense, so it doesn't matter. But so they're going to so they're going to go look at, at the defense in particular. They're going to go look at the linebackers, and they're going to look, look right in their backyard and take Patrick Queen from LSU. Nice. I like that pick a lot. Yeah, man, that's that is so Saints too, man. Mm-hmm. God, that works out great. <laughs> Okie doke. For the 25th pick for the Minnesota Vikings, uh, I picked Yatur Gross Matos just a few picks ago. I think I'm going to add an offensive weapon because they did just lose uh, lose old boy, didn't they? Where did Diggs go? Buffalo? Buffalo. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Buffalo. 
So I'm going to give them, I'm going to make that pick of Justin Jefferson now. I nice. think, I think Justin Jefferson to the Vikings would be a good fit. Uh, and a lot of people, uh, I think the knock on Justin Jefferson is he seems like someone that benefited from the slot. Uh, I think that works out for Vikings, the Vikings scheme and also for cousins in general. If Justin Jefferson is just going to be the deep guy and replace Diggs in that aspect, he's not the route runner that Diggs is, but I think Justin Jefferson's a good fit. Well, he's also not, you know, you're not asking him to take over the number one receiver role because you got Adam Thielen there. Right. Yeah. Just to keep count, keep track here, uh, we have one, two, three, four, five LSU players <laughs> yeah. in the first 25. It's quite a it's run. freaking wild. And then Bam. Oh, you're that good, though. The next. All right. So we've got the 26th pick, the Miami Dolphins. Uh, this is once again Kyle. Kyle's making all three Dolphins picks. Is this, uh, is this so I can, so I can uh, appease. Me cousin. Oh, your cousin. Yeah, no, this, is, <laughs> this isn't even for Kirk. Honestly, what I was trying to do when I made this was if they had more than one, you get both of them. In this case, I got both the Vikings. Uh, okay. Jeff got both the 49ers, yep. etc. Okay. Well, Miami, uh, they're going to address another need. They're going to they're gonna address the uh, back end of the secondary. And that run on the LSU players is going to continue because they <laughs> take Grant Delpit. Three <laughs> LSU players in a row. Delpit's a good player, too. Delpit's a great player. He's yeah. fantastic. I think that's the first safety off the board, too. Moving on to 27, the Seattle Seahawks. Jeffrey, who do they take? So, Clowney. finally replace Russell Wilson. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Clowney is staying there, right? I haven't heard an update on... He's free. He's free? Okay, but he hasn't signed he's free. anywhere. Yeah, he hasn't he's signed free, anywhere. But I know they've labored to try... Like, his teammates have tried to get him to come back still. But I don't know if that's a high possibility because of cap room, right? So uh, Schneider and Carroll make a bold pick, and they reach down to get Josh Uche from Michigan, talented edge rusher, to hopefully replace Clowney. Ooh, that is. Ooh, man, there are so many. There are so many good picks. You know what? I feel like Carroll and Harbaugh have a thing, though. They're they do. Lines. He's drafted a bunch of Michigan players, so. All right. Uh, with the 28th overall pick, the Baltimore Ravens, speaking of Harbaugh, they had a really good team last year. And I think offensively, if they're going to get any more help, it's not going to be in the first round. I think they go defense here. And I think the pick is is probably going to be Kenneth Murray from Oklahoma at linebacker. Ooh. Mm. Great pick. Uh, I feel like he's, he's excellent. He can also help whether... They have him on the outside or the inside. He's not a total bust in coverage. I feel like he'd be a pretty good addition. All right, move on to the 29th pick, the Tennessee Titans. Jeff? Boo. <laughs> I think they need to address... Hmm, this is tough. They're going to try to shore up their defense a bit. Is Ross Blacklock still there from TCU? Yeah. Yeah. Go DT. Two TCU defensive players. It's love, like the good old days, man. Yeah. You do love to see it. <laughs> it really is. Uh, Addison's having see? a great fucking day. He's over there sweating somewhere. Sidebar, uh, TCU <laughs> brought in Jerry Kill to run the offense. Did they? Yeah. Uh, really? I don't know if it's been finalized, but I think it's pending maybe because of uh, coronavirus. But yeah, Jerry Kill run the offense. and let That's interesting. Patterson run the defense. I think, I think Patterson's just had it. 
<laughs> with the offense with, uh, being so bad, honestly. And with, if you uh, saw that Sonny Cumbie, was Cumbie been there for a while? Hasn't isn't he yeah. one of the OCs? Yeah, Cumbie's best year was the last season he worked with Sonny Dykes there. Yep. Uh, and it might be because they didn't have a quarterback since then. <laughs> but but uh, boy, that's that a good pick. Just, just look at Dallas' playbook and just say, I just don't get it. <laughs> just yeah, he, he, this is Chinese to me. <laughs> this, is, this is I can't read this at all. What is this? <laughs> he can't figure out if the offensive playbook or like a instruction manual from IKEA. Yeah, <laughs> he's just, I don't even have a. I don't have a. I don't have a screw. I don't have a screw. <laughs> all right, uh, Kyle. This is going to be your last pick of this first round uh, at thirty. The Green Bay Packers select. So the Green Bay Packers. One thing that was wildly evident this past year because people got hurt was that they have a shortage of receivers. Um, you got Devontae Adams, but he's only one man. They go out and they get LaVisca Chenault Jr. from oh Colorado. Oh, I hate it. I hate man. it. I don't want him to be a Green Bay. <laughs> I, I hate it. That's a great they're pick, thinking, though. <laughs> thinking, hey, you know what? He's played in cold weather in Colorado. He might be able to do that slip over to Green Bay. Um, and it gives point. you a secondary person next to Devontae Adams. It's an excellent pick. Okay, the uh, the last pick for Jeff, the thirty first overall to the San Francisco 49ers. Who are we taking? Oh, it's a tough one. Your first pick was AJ Epinesa, just for reminding the audience. So you've helped on the defense a little bit. We know the 49ers offense can click, but they can probably get a better quarterback. Honestly, <laughs> they also just lost Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, and I I think uh, they want to go get a. A bigger receiver who can still run a bit. Um, T. Higgins from Clemson. Nice. Um, a lot of receivers in this first round. Yeah, I mean, it, it's. Uh, I think it's going to happen for the three of us that enjoy wide open offenses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> both both right. Kyle and I's team having it, and uh, Jeff's trying. <laughs> That's well said. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's. it's there's going to be an offensive bias. I think like, it was, and honestly, that's why I planned out some of my own picks because I was like, I'm not going to pick an offensive lineman. If if we're just doing this for a show, I've got to make it kind of real, or else I'll just I'm just going to pick <laughs> running back, receiver, quarterback, defensive end. Okay, no. so the 32nd, the last pick in the first round, the Kansas City Chiefs, your Super Bowl champions. You know, I think they're going to go quarterback. No, I'm just kidding. Um, they're going to go punter Andy Reid from the pump, pass, and kick um, <laughs> video from the 1970s. You let this guy in. So let's look into my, my thought process here. I don't totally know what they need, right? I see on this list here uh, primary needs, cornerback, interior offensive lineman, running back, secondary linebacker, edge, interior defensive line. So I'm tempted to go defense. I think the defensive back is probably the best place you can put somebody. Especially when they have the honey badger there. You know, he's a great safety hybrid, so mm-hmm. plug someone in in front of him. Interesting, because I was thinking of another safety corner hybrid in Antoine Winfield Jr. Oh, yes. Similar and, guy. Smaller, but ball yeah, uh, it It's probably, looking at that part of the of the field... Troy Dye would be a pretty decent pick, I think, too. Mm-hmm. Someone who can have pa- – he has pass coverage in his arsenal, but he's still a good linebacker. Uh, I'm going to go Trevon Diggs. I'm just going to go total 
Okay. It's a little side swipe here. I'm going to go Trevon Diggs, cornerback from Alabama. I think that's a solid pick. You know, it's going to be a smart defensive player. He's certifiably good. I think, I think the Chiefs could use that. Anything helps. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we had our first round. This is our first mock draft, guys. It really is. 35 minutes. That's We're more bad. efficient than the NFL. This is going to take three hours in real life. <laughs> we just did. <laughs> And we're going to get the weird thing of Roger Goodell announcing everything from his basement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, that's, you know, oh man, that is going to be. It's going to be super awkward. What if he was the only one at that fountain in Vegas, though? Like, that'd be also kind of funny. <laughs> he would do it. I wouldn't be surprised. It'd be yeah. like random people that are trying to just get a walk in that walk by and just boo him. Yeah, yeah everyone's got, he's still got a mask on. Uh, he's got an NFL, uh, NFL, uh, uh, NFL hazmat suit. Like it's got brands all over it. Yeah. What looks like that shitty '90s jacket that had all the NFL logos that were over it. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> what? If, what if this year instead of like giving the players a hat, they give them masks with their team and team on mm. it? <laughs> it's a, yeah, they're giving them PPE with oh like, respective teams. Like, oh, here's a spit shield, uh, New York Jet spit shield. And then it gets it'd be, really, help, really it'd be helpful for any Eagles pick. Hey, you know what? <laughs> It's real okay. awkward though when when uh, players get traded on, <laughs> on yeah. draft day. They have to they're exchange just... masks. <laughs> oh, they're, they're, they're throwing the masks to each other. Yeah, six feet away in their hand sanitizer. Like, uh, ooh, <laughs> oh, NFL branded hand sanitizer. Oh, great. The Cleveland Browns one wouldn't work because that city's gross. <laughs> so the rest once of the again, show, the Eagles. Uh, the Eagles wouldn't be able to. Uh, wouldn't have to do anything with their hands because nothing's touched their hands in years. <laughs> Dropping everything. I've tried to segue to this next goddamn segment three times. <laughs> Don't care. I can't, I can't too get many open. of it. Too many opens. Potential Open sleeper picks and or undrafted free agents, just guys that we like. Uh, I know um, we each have our own respective list here. Uh, you can dive into any of them if you want to. We also have some submissions from the fifth quarter family. Would you like me to hit those first? Um, I do want to first uh, discuss people that didn't get drafted in the first round. Did Xavier McKinley not get drafted? He did. He, no, did. he did. The Cowboys yeah, he drafted, the Cowboys. Him. I drafted okay, him. Okay, 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 because that would be a beautiful pick in the second round. Yeah. God, right um, at the front of it, too? Yeah, somebody would have been able to to nail that one. Um, yeah, and the only running back was me, apparently, being the idiot. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're going to get – I feel like you're going to get good running backs in, like, the second, third round. People are going to be able to pick up the Jonathan I'm team. I'm team no running back. Yeah, like, understand that I'm team no running back and that those <laughs> – there will always be guys in the back. I just – I feel like the way San Francisco got to the Super Bowl and all the idiots that were just like, <laughs> this proves that running the ball 60% of the time actually works when, like – that's actually the statistical anomaly, like in the situation. Like passing well, is always. They had like fifteen different running backs, though. That's right. the yeah. thing. And and it I was mean, also a situation because they couldn't trust their quarterback at every given moment. Right, he's still a young quarterback relative to his experience. Not so to like, mention their receiving core was not the best. You had Emmanuel Sanders. You had. Um, Obviously, he had Kittle at tight end, which is an amazing safety valve. The guy from but, South Carolina. What's his name? Uh, can't even think of it. God, no, they had, they, Samuel. Yeah. Samuel. Debo. Yeah, Samuel. And Debo almost won him that Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as, as yeah. It was. And they, they had those two guys, but name another receiver. 
Randy yeah. Moss. Or you mean for their knives. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Randy Moss would have been an upgrade, I think. <laughs> Take on Austin. But uh, th- what they did is that they, they used some of their receiver, their running backs as receivers. Basically, you know, they're getting them out in the flats between Brita and Tevin Coleman, who was great for Atlanta when, in that same kind of role. Mm-hmm. And that uh, that that kid that came out of nowhere in the in the Packers game. Well, that's actually going to segue perfectly. One of the guys that didn't get picked, and I don't think he will. Maybe in the first three rounds, and I think it's going to be a shame. Uh, the wide receiver slash running back Antonio Gibson out of Memphis. Mm. He is yeah, a stud. Insane. Yeah. I, I. So my note was basically that he's a matchup nightmare, but call him great value Christian McCaffrey because <laughs> he can do the same things that he can do, whether it be lineup wide, whether it's be in motion, whether it's just straight out of the backfield. He's incredibly talented. And Great value Christian McCaffrey is the dude at Washington State right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, so for uh, this this year's draft. Okay. Or maybe, is that guy, is he in it? Oh, God, what's no. his last name? I just. Yeah, he's Max in. something. Max Bogley? Big, uh. Oh, God, it's, it's ends with an I. Bodie? No. I just remember him slandering Leech after he left. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's. Uh, y'all saw his tweet during quarantine that got him in hot. Yeah, the one that yeah. he had to go to a, mu- a museum to for his punishment. Yeah. <laughs> once, once, once the uh, once once social distancing and stuff starts uh, start opening up, he has to go on like a sensitivity thing. Which is the most leech thing ever. Mike Leach with prep <laughs> for tweeting <laughs> is the most dangerous combination. Uh, his name is Max Borgie. Max Borgie, okay. Borgie. God, yeah. I Um, I mean, looking at some of these kids though that didn't get drafted. I mean, Lynn Bowden Jr. He's going to be a mess, or he's going to be a mess to deal with in the NFL. I think. I think in in that same way that Antonio can be too. I, I, yeah. I agree. He, I think he's probably Clyde, one of the it, best athletes in the. Clyde Edwards Hilaire could probably do the same kind of deal too. I'm going to make more a bold, of a bowling ball. I'm going to make a bold statement. Clyde Edwards Hilaire is the next Marshall Fox. Ooh, very I don't similar. think it's bold. <laughs> very uh, similar I, body types. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think he's the next Marshall Falk, and if he can get lucky enough to get drafted to the team that will take advantage of that, it's gonna be it's gonna be really fun to watch. Closer to Marshall Falk or closer to Maurice Jones Drew? I think Marshall Falk. Okay. I think I think he's I think he's ooh, you know a hybrid a hybrid okay. between both of them. Who do you guys got as a uh, as someone to keep an eye out for? Uh, I think that whoever drafts Bryce Hall in like the third round is going to be really happy. Mm, yeah, yeah. I, I know it's the UVA speaking, but he does feel like a a Rondé Barber type pick where he could be a a ten year vet yep. and really do his thing. I think he's going to be incredibly effective. I think he's going to have a good NFL career. Did uh, Did Justin Herbert end up getting drafted or no? He didn't in the first. What do you guys think? Like, what would be an ideal fit for him? Because I just his arm talent is amazing. I just feel like he needs a year or two behind a veteran and to really take off. Like, what would be a good fit? Honestly, the Colts might not be bad sitting behind yeah. Philip Rivers for a year or two. Yeah. yeah, I think that could. I think that could 
That's that, you know, that might just be the answer. Yeah. The, the Colts, your Colts, Bucks, any person, any team that's got even even the Lions having Stafford and his years of experience and sitting behind that because I don't think he's going to be there that much longer. No, uh, but Green I, Bay, I think Green Bay. Uh, yeah, I just I, I don't know if this is the Brett Favre memories, you know, that are rubbing off. But like, I don't know how much Aaron Rodgers is willing to help. Like, I think Brady and Phillip Rivers would be willing to help Herbert catch on. I mean, Rivers has taught so many people because he's got all of the kids. So, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to. Yeah, you're gonna have. A, you're gonna be a nanny if you're back up to Philip Rivers. Um, I mean, honestly, Atlanta might want to start looking that way. Yeah, it's a good one. Ryan's getting up there. Yeah, he's what? He's a year older than me, so he's mid thirties. What, like late forties? What? God, that is yeah. crazy. That is crazy to think how long he's been in the league. Yeah, he's been there forever. Holds. He, he like holds every Atlanta passing record too. Which doesn't yeah, surprise, no surprise me. Yeah. He's smoking Chris Chandler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and my, and non-throwing Michael Vick. <laughs> yeah. 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 Pre, pre, pre pocket present Michael Vick. <laughs> I've got a few that I'm going to burn through here uh, that were from the fifth quarter staff. Uh, I had two from the fifth quarter Nebraska uh, account. And one was David Woodward, a linebacker out of Utah State. Mm. Uh, just kind of reading up on him because – he didn't stick out when I watched Utah State this year. He sounds a lot like your Sean Lees, both in that he's a gritty player, but also that he gets hurt a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one he had, I guess he just might be a Utah State fan, along with a Nebraska <laughs> fan, uh, was oh. Jordan Love, yes. who didn't get picked. Yeah, they've talked uh, about him being a first-round first pick, possibly. I've seen him yeah, mock to, uh, to uh, New England. Yeah, yeah that's round. That's what he suggested, too. He said Patriots, Bucks, Cowboys, Vikings, or Chargers are rumored to be the teams that are really interested in him. We had this discussion on the episode during the season. At least Jeff and I did. I can't remember if you were in that episode, Kyle. But we watched Jordan Love, and it was pretty underwhelming. Mm -hmm. But it was also extremely clear how poor that team was around him. And I'm wondering just how much that has to do with it. You know, you can't. can't There's a lot of love for him. There's a yeah. lot of love for him, right? No pun intended. No pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we also had one from the Kentucky, uh, the fifth quarter Kentucky account. And it wasn't, uh, he had tweeted at us about Lynn Bowden, but I think it's an obvious one because he's, he's such a good athlete in general. Yeah. He suggested uh, Logan Stenberg, the offensive guard. Uh, he said there's probably 15 or 16 teams in the NFL right now that he'd start on day one. Wow. He's really, really, really good. Uh, and the only thing I read on him that seemed like could be an issue was his arm length, but I feel like it's, that's easy to overcome if if inside, if you're good yeah. enough. Yeah, at that position, if um, you're inside, I mean, you get keep yourself in, keep keep your arms in. Just yeah, <laughs> it seemed it seemed, Yeah, what, why are you reaching? You should. Why are you reaching? Yeah, hopefully you have a good enough tackle that that's the case. <laughs> Maybe it'll keep him from getting getting a hold of jerseys and getting holding calls. <laughs> it's actually it's to his benefit. Yeah, uh, Kyle, do you want to give us or, or Jeff? Do you have anybody before we dive into any Syracuse people? Um, I was just trying to actually looking over our list. I feel like there's just some really great value teams are going to get like outside of the first round. Um, 
I had to laugh when I saw Cole McDonald on the list from Hawaii. That was just one I wanted to chuckle at. But um, <laughs> yeah. I just yeah. see guys like Zach Moss from Utah. Like, I loved him. Um, you know, we kind of talked about Dobbins, but Cam Akers. Like, I feel like there's there's so much value at running back that teams are going to be able to get if they can be smart about it. So, yeah. This is second kinda... and third round running backs are going to be money this year. Yep. Yeah, it's going to be insane. And and also, shout out to App State with Darrington Evans making yes. the Draft Network's top six, I think. He was yeah, and they had so a linebacker, wrong. too, on here. Yeah, he – I uh, this is kind of a, a bittersweet show in the sense that now we see all these players and it's like, oh, man, yeah – It'll be interesting to see where Zach Moss falls, but also realizing you're never going to see Zach Moss in college again playing, and that's yeah. kind of like it kind of hurts. And seeing like uh, Anthony Gordon or Jake Luton or Cole McDonald, like you said, who was so much fun to watch this year, it is kind of it is kind of funky. I do think it is insane how much depth there is in the secondary. When these names were popping up as I was putting together this list, it was just like, okay, yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Him too. Like, just, okay, all these guys I would enjoy having on my team at some point. This is a very, very secondary he- uh, heavy draft. Like, Which is, it's really good because it's a really good. heavy wide receiver draft too. <laughs> so, And like, I'm, I'm like very happy like being a Jacksonville fan because honestly, first of all, this draft that we just did, this is dream scenario for Jacksonville getting Jeffrey Okuda <laughs> with the ninth pick. That's not going to happen. What I more expected to happen was to be drafting like a Derek Brown or a possibly a Javon Kinlaw or a um, going offensive line with that ninth pick. And then with the 20th pick, taking somebody like a uh, Jeff Gladney or a um, or if he fell that fall, far, uh, CJ Henderson. Yeah, there's... I think you'd be. Oh, I know you'd you'd be a pig and shit. But AJ Terrell from uh from Clemson, he's still available. Damon Arnett from Ohio State. There's a ton of corners. Yeah. It's it's only going to be. I mean, I think that's the natural progression, right? Of the way offenses are in both the college football landscape and NFL. If it's more wide open, you're going to need more people to cover him. So, like the secondary yeah. is just going to keep coming out and producing people. Uh, some of the other names I had, uh, speaking of secondary, uh, Harrison Hand, he's a cornerback from Temple. He is kind of a, a flex safety cornerback, I think, in the NFL. He could be your fourth corner or an extra safety. He's pretty excellent. He's had some really excellent games. Uh, and one in particular, Temple, I think it was Temple, Temple Memphis. That was a lot of fun and Hand made some plays. There's a lot of American... Uh, American Conference players on this list for me because that's what I saw the most of. But sure. But I'm going to do two edge rushers, and then I have maybe two or three more people to list. And Kyle, I'm going to throw it to you after this to go to Syracuse. Okay. Well, I've got uh, a couple of other people that I like. That so one, uh, our residing hometown, Alex Highsmith, the edge rusher from UNC Charlotte. Yeah. Mm. It seems like the scouts' perspective is that he is really, really, really good, but he's going to need to develop his weight accordingly because he's kind of a light defensive end. I think that benefits him into being a stand-up rush guy, but also two years in the NFL, like you're going to get juiced as much as you did in college going from a <laughs> freshman, you know, like right. you're, you're going to get, you're going to literally get juice. Yeah. yeah. Literally juice. Uh, and then staying in state um, and a shout out again to, to Fultzy, uh James Smith Williams, who's an edge rusher out of NC state is fantastic. He's had, injury issues that's kind of kind of hurt him but I could see him kind of coming out of nowhere for one or two seasons somewhere in the NFL 
And for that, I think if he does get drafted in the sixth or seventh round, it's going to be something that's going to pay off in two years, potentially, even if all he is is purely the third down pass rush guy. New York Giants style, you know? Mm. All right, give me some Syracuse players. Well, before uh, before Syracuse players, there's a couple of other guys. Um, as much shit as I give BC, I think that you're going to get extreme value out of AJ Dillon in like the fourth or fifth round. Yeah, um, I think that he could be a guy that I don't know how long he's going to be in the league just because of how much they pounded the ball with him for the last four years of his life. But I think that you can probably get some good good years out of him. Um, also, tight end out of uh, Florida Atlantic, Harrison Bryant. Mm-hmm. Didn't he lead the league, lead the uh, NCAA in receptions as a tight end? Yeah. Harrison yeah. Bryant's really, really, really good. I think that whoever lands him, I mean, that's that's a hope for me and with Jacksonville in the second or third round to get him. If he, like, I almost would say jump on him. if you can if you can uh, get two defensive players in the first first round that you think can start from day one. Go get Harrison Bryant, and especially right now, sit with Jacksonville getting a Tyler Eifert in there as their as a tight end. So, I mean, that's a, he can learn under Eifert. Um, as far as Syracuse players, there's two guys that I'm looking at. One of them is probably going to be a late, like like sixth or seventh round pick. I think that he could be really, really good though, and that's Alton Robinson, uh, the okay. edge rusher. Um, he has been incredible. He was incredibly productive, obviously during that ten win season, not last year but the year before. Uh, he, I think, he led the team in sacks at that point. But last year didn't have the sack numbers, but he but he got the pressure numbers. He was always in. Um, he's incredibly quick around the outside, and he's powerful. I think that he could be a really nice value pick in the sixth round. Um, another guy that I think will probably be an undrafted free agent. Um, will be Tristan Jackson, the receiver. Um, he led the team in receptions and touchdowns. I think he had like over 10 touchdowns this past year. Um, he was the transfer from Michigan State. Yeah. He's very, he was very good. Uh, right he was, five. Yeah, he's, he's very good. Um, and he's not a bad size kid, too. I think he's like 6'2. Yeah, I'm listed, I'm, I'm looking on NFL site. Uh, it's got him at 6'1, uh, 197 pounds. Yeah, and he's got good speed. Um, he's got good hands. Uh, From West Do you know where that is, Jeff? Yeah, it's over near Detroit. It's a nice place. Do you know where but, Bay? Yeah, those are <laughs> Bay City. You know where Bay City <laughs> is, Jeff? Yes, my parents live about 30 minutes from Bay City. <laughs> it's not do nice. Do say hi to the Devendorfs. <laughs> yeah, do your, do your parents, like, are your parents good friends with Eric Devendorf's parents? No, they're not. I try to stay away from Bay City. Get that on there. Oh, oh, <laughs> whoa. whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. Uh, Calm down, Jeff. I'm going to wrap up the rest of my list. And if Jeff has anybody else, he can throw it in, and then we'll uh, we'll get out of here, okay? Good. James Prochet, wide receiver out of SMU. Sir, sir that's Porsche. <laughs> it's Prochet, sir. Um, <laughs> He's like a Porsche. It, he really is. He's got fantastic handling slash hands. Uh, he's, in, I wouldn't say an insane route runner. He's really, really good. He didn't need to be because that offense was so wide open, but he was. It, like on third downs, it was clear he was going to get the ball and it didn't matter. I think he could be a really good 
steal for a team that doesn't necessarily need a receiver, but they get him at, and he f- slides into that fourth spot to kind of develop a little bit more too. Uh, two more receivers, Tyler Johnson nice out of for Minnesota. Atlanta. Yes. Yeah, that's actually a really fantastic shot. That'd be a really good fit. Have him Ty- there with, uh, with what, um, fucking, God, why am I spacing on his name? Julio Jones and uh, and um, Calvin Ridley. Yeah, I, I was blanking on Ridley's name when you were trying to when you were trying to come up with it. Uh, Tyler Johnson out of Minnesota. This is mm. going to sound like um, a, a put down, but it's not supposed to be. He reminds me a lot of Patrick Creighton was in the NFL. Like a, he's not necessarily a big play guy all the time, but he's for sure the target on third down and for sure the target. In the end zone. Hmm. And lastly, former quarterback, now wide receiver, Malcolm Perry out of Navy. Insane athlete. I feel like he's also got, and it's probably the Navy talk in here, but like he's got a elite, he feels like a good leader, which is nice to have at the receiver position. But Malcolm Perry could be a lot of fun in the same Lynn Bowden-esque versatility that he has. Well, you know who that made me think of is Greg Ward finally came on the scene for the Eagles this year and, and played really well. Oh, yeah. Year. yeah. And he was well, he was the quarterback from Houston, right, in college? Yeah, the, a- the AAF's uh, Greg Ward, I believe, yeah. too. So he had <laughs> similar vein. There, there was also that weird time at the end of the season where um, if Wentz got hurt, I think that Ward was the backup quarterback. Because, 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 because local boy uh, Josh McCown, um, got hurt. Yeah. Slash wanted to coach his son. <laughs> yeah, wanted to be the OC at Myers Park. Yeah, more. That's yeah. still a crazy For, deal that they had. That's nuts. To, uh, that, that he could he could coach during the se- like during the week and then fly up for games. That's <laughs> yeah. That's bananas. There was a. One other player who I saw on our list that I really kind of forgot about during the season, but Michael Pittman Jr. from USC. Yeah. I did not realize he had 95 catches this year. I knew he was a monster all year, but I would love to see, you know, he's not a burner, but he can catch well and he can high point the ball. I'd love to see him, you know, as like a mid-round pick. Yeah, I think he's got the best stiff arm in the receiver class. <laughs> he, he was a lot of fun to watch. Uh when they were on their second string, maybe their third string quarterback at uh, at USC last year. I was going to say, we fo- focus more on every quarterback that, that ever lived that played for them. Yeah, the, 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 the parade of quarterbacks. <laughs> and he still had a fantastic year. Which says something about him. Yeah, no, I think so. I mean, and he, like after the catch, he's not just an absolute burner. The dude fought for yards. He was He was very much for me... I viewed him a lot, a lot like I did Lavisca Chenault, in a guy that can play really physical at the point of catch, and then also running after the catch. Okay, so I think that does have. it for us. Yeah, yeah, excellent. Uh, thank you guys for listening. We sincerely hope that uh, we can help you with this episode or any other episodes in our catalog. Get you through the quarantine. Uh, hang in there. Let's hope there's a college football season this fall. 
Let's also hope uh, there's a light at the end of the tunnel with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, I mean, there's definitely a light. We just don't know if it's a train yet still, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. But, but, uh, but we're going to keep doing our thing here. Uh, Kyle had a good idea um, for some maybe historical historical perspectives uh, on some games. And so we're kind of be working, working on that behind the scenes too. Yeah. Uh, gentlemen, um, would you see, please say goodbye and stay safe. And you got to say both in a different language, Jeff. Oh man. Stay safe in Russian. <laughs> Ooh, I am not reading that. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'll read it. I'll read it. Um, Oh, oh, Ostevatsia Vebezo Paznosti. Ooh. Yeah. I'm going to go with the, uh, with the uh, Spanish version of Cuidado. (laughs) 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 Um, But yeah. yeah. You're just telling people to watch out. Watch (laughs) out. Just just watch out. Oh man, right, Jeff, in the show for us. Please, I can't follow please that put up. the bullet. Please Goodbye. put the bullet. Goodbye, <laughs> everyone. Be safe. Goodbye, y'all. Thank you again for listening. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. And Rate, yeah, review, stay subscribe, safe and tell that. your friends. Tell your friends. Bye. <laughs> we don't Hi, my name is Joshua Tracy, and I am Corwin Heller, and we are the hosts of a statistics and sports podcast called Juicing the Numbers. We cover the NFL, college football. MLB and the NHL with anything that we like to talk about in between. If you like sports and the numbers behind it, come check out our show, Juicing the Numbers, on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you find podcasts. Hit us up on Twitter at JuicingPOD.